0: This and every single B3 podcast brought to you by Travis Brett and Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. Travis has been part of the Martin County business community now for going on 20 years. And he's your agent for auto, home, renters, life, business, farmer, crops, you name it. Travis has got it. Give him a call. 812-295-3129 stop by the office on JFK Avenue in Lagodi, or just check out their Facebook page and you can get all the information you need to make sure that Travis becomes your agent start calling Travis and stop knocking on wood no fancy theme songs tonight Hell, this is our closing song, but I don't even give a shit. Vari wins the sectional 63. I was waiting for one shining moment. That's what I want. It's one I- of the all-time great games, if not the all-time great game, in sectional 63 history. Mike DeCourcy has just entered Red Bones. We are on the air. And we are ready to go. Are we as fired up as we collectively you
1: were an hour and a half ago? You know, I—I I, uh, turn my headphones up just a touch. I will do anything. Thank you, you buddy. You—you you say. You know, when we had the girls' deal here three weeks or a month ago, that was that was excitement. This this one is a little different for me. It's 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 satisfaction and it, it's different. You have, when you've coached all these kids, and Dave Cavanaugh, he and I, we have a little moment on nights like this. You don't have to be quiet. Hell, you can jump on the mic. <laughs> where where we don't celebrate the win. We just celebrate the fact that we didn't screw it up when we yeah. coached them in junior high. That That's it. We didn't screw it up. And and uh, it's the best high school game I've ever seen. I told Adam Traylor
0: earlier, sometimes I get maybe a little too um, – I don't know. Philosophical is the word. Yeah. I, I will never be accused of that. This team that got pounded in various ways last year and bounced back this year—it was almost a microcosm. They took, if to use a boxing lexicon, they took shot after shot after shot, and we just kept waiting on that Barreve knockout punch. And then once it came, wham, it was over. It, 16 points in the fifth
1: overtime. It was over, and, you know, there was, there was one point in the game, and I never said this on the air, but when it was 25-21 at the beginning of the second half and we'd scored the first six, and now we're, not only were we scoring, but we were running our sets, and we were scoring pretty easily. And that was the point where I was like, Orleans is a different animal, but I thought, is this the Bar Eve Third quarter moment that we've seen so many times this year, and Orleans they had a championship response. There was a couple of, of uh, you we've talked about it multiple times. Worst quarter of the year, third quarter
0: against Orleans, couldn't handle the pressure. Blah 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 blah. It it appeared for a second like man, we might be headed right back there, but they they bounced back. Tyler Schulteis, you are a sectional winning volleyball coach. Talk to us.
2: Well, I'm also a junior high assistant coach. <laughs> yep, and. This group here against Orleans took some licks in the junior high.
1: Forty-nine to twenty-five in the eighth grade.
2: There you go. And I say it a lot in our program is trust the process. And this is the ultimate trust the process. Here you go.
0: Mike, describe Red Bones right now. <laughs> Just voice of the Vikings, Joy. Joy, how the age ranges uh, right now at eleven twenty on on Saturday uh, um, night from five 12. years old to
1: eighty four year old Albert Cavanaugh. <laughs> happy birthday, Albert happy Kavanaugh. birthday to Is Albert. Is this Albert the night we get Albert on Mike? It might be. Yeah, it just might be.
2: Well, the best barry podcast was Albert Cavanaugh.
1: Yeah, what was it? The only I mean, that was a, that was a very short lived podcast. I had I had four and a half episodes. What are you talking about? No, I mean. I don't know you, you sometimes you get a feeling and sometimes maybe you just try to convince yourself that you are feeling a certain way i just i just feel comfortable with these guys knowing that they're always going to make the right play they're going to make winning plays and uh they did it again tonight i I'm not i have sure no idea what's going something on something is
0: here. happening in the bar
1: oh the oh, highlights are on oh, the highlights yeah. are on okay is that
0: marty our good friend Marty Ledbetter probably showing highlights. Yeah, that
1: was uh, well.
0: Rick and Marty. Rick texted well, earlier. They're at uh, Arch Madness, right? So
1: that'll be this yeah, week. Yeah,
0: yeah. But everybody gathering around. But my goodness, what a night! Um, I'm not. I am going to brag, although Bar Eve had a very small. Albert's here. Very, Albert's
2: here. Albert's here. They're
0: singing "Happy Birthday" to Albert after a very small chance. If you look at the. Chances on the John Harrell site, which that—that's a computer, folks. That's not John Harrell just spitting bullshit out. Uh, a small chance. I picked Reef. You did it. I picked Southridge. You did. I, I, listen, the
1: kid's hot right now, Tyler. <laughs> the kid <laughs> is hot tonight. There is no doubt about it. No doubt about it. And listen, Orleans has to be
0: sick. And tired of Barrie of <laughs> after girls, which they thought they were going to go a long way in the girls sectional or in the girls tournament, and they were going to go a long way in the boys tournament.
2: Speaking of girls, Lacey Higgins, District Co- One, coach, district of one
0: coach of the Year, and, she, and and I know she enjoyed this tonight because what was it, 2015, that we've won both boys and girls, and maybe the most um, improbable year this year. I mean, it was improbable for the girls, and now the boys do it. Why is he sitting over there? Where where are you at? What are you doing? Get over here. What are you doing? Get over here. He's going to eat his pizza. Your boy Aaron Garrett won a sectional. Finally, he doesn't have to pay to get into a regional again. That's
1: fantastic. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, I mean. Sullivan. Sullivan. Yeah, that was – Just a wild crowd. Just a just a just an amazing, amazing night.
2: Oh, here we go. Here we go.
1: I want to hear. I want to hear from this guy. Uh, Yeah. Well, help him. Do Uh, you have the help? We will. will will Yeah. It's like solving a Rubik's cube to get that headset on. (laughs) We finally knocked the shoals out of him.
3: (laughs) And he's got to wear the Todd Father headset. This is the Todd Father. I'm not worthy of this headset. Well, what
0: you need to do is start eating wings immediately. (laughs) into the
3: microphone. I don't know anything about hockey. How, t- take us to,
0: well, I was good, I could make a joke there and say neither does Todd, but he actually does. He actually does. Take us on the bench when this guy, Josh Thompson, is making the decisions. How much is he looking to you and how much were you about to shit your
3: pants? Well, part of me, like, my chest was beating, my chest was just tight. And my heart was beating out of my chest. This is Robert Sullivan, C-team coach, but- Orleans was my sectional team. That's what I was going to ask. Whose team was Orleans, this? That was yours. Orleans and Scholes were my two sectional teams this Don't year. Screw it up. So, I'm sitting there as like – as t- Coach Bradley's calling timeouts. You know, when they're tied, when they were down, and I'm thinking, what on earth have they gone to in the past that they can hurt us with?
0: When he called the back-to-backs, did we switch our play?
3: Yes. We did. Okay. Yes. Because – Typically, once you see that setup, like, I figured he would have gone instead of man-to-man, we would have seen some 2-2-1 just to try to keep them in front of us and not us advancing the ball up the floor. But, you know, they kind of showed it. Then they went back, man, just to kind of disguise and stym- stymie us a little bit. Yeah. But, man, even even that look we got, though, at the end of the fourth overtime, I mean, when they were doing that, I thought it was good. But.
0: How what, what's the conversation throughout the let's just let's just go the overtimes what's the conversation between you Craig Dean Scott are you talking what do we tell him it, it, well first of all is there a one spokesman or
3: do you all have the ability to we talk all, we all have the ability to talk but even you yes okay yes <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding you don't. Know you know, like Braden had Braden had four fouls, which seemed like forever. Yeah, and they kept using the Jones kid and try to. So we're sitting here thinking, when do we try? When do we get him out of there? Right on an offense defense possession, but there never really was that moment in the game until late that we that we just felt like we just got to take him out just yeah. in case. But I mean, it was that you know was when we would call timeouts. How do we? Because we knew they were going to switch to zone. But how would we want to attack this? You know, no matter what zone they're in.
0: How big was it when the Austin kid fouls out he's that he's not on the point good. of both that zone in the half court and at the press?
3: That's huge because he is he is he is almost the wheel that turns them. Yeah, and especially in their defense. Not
0: not necessarily offensively.
3: But but defensively, yeah. he really. Turns the wheels for him because that kid's gonna. That kid's a Division One track athlete. I mean, he's. Oh, gonna, really? He's gonna high jump at yeah. IU. So I mean, like, you and we preached to them today, like you can't throw over the top of it of that six six four triathlete. I mean, you can't. You're gonna get picked off and you're gonna get dunked on. But that was huge for us, also from a rebounding standpoint, because the kid, the sophomore, they brought off the bench. He's a big physical presence, but he cannot. He is not as athletic as awesome because that really that had that bothered us some tonight. I mean, I thought Evan did a heck of a job on him, but he was one of those kids though like, you know, they tried to isolate him a couple times offensively, but we were really worried how they would use him defensively yeah. in their zones, but I mean, our, our kids did a nice job adjusting.
0: Deco, we need to tell Dwayne that he needs to put another guy on the payroll. Who are we adding? The IHSAA Network went down for a while and got behind. The entire crowd at Red Bones was left without knowing what in the world was going on in a five-overtime game. Bari Volleyball coach Tyler Schulteis had the phone to his ear and announced the game to the entire crowd at Red Bones, and they were hanging on every word.
1: What a guy. When when did this start? You said the beginning of the fifth? Well,
0: Fifth.
2: I uh, the would be the night overtime. Yeah, but the (laughs) top of the night, I walked in to the The great, as Albert would call it, the Alumni Center, and it was the end of the halftime. I was listening to you guys. End of the halftime. Walked in. It was the middle of the second quarter in here. Yeah. I said, "You guys are way behind." Got the phone, put it to my ear, and I started announcing it. Following your guys's lead, and that's the only way Red Bones Barn Grill knew what happened tonight.
1: Radio gets results. Yeah,
0: that's Absolutely. right. And he and, and I think we should throw Tyler a couple bones. <laughs> hey, do, the, do you know Al Go tell Albert to come in here. We need to pull up a chair. We need to get this yeah. we, we need to get this guy on the microphone tonight. Let's scoot that down there. We got five mics tonight. It's a big night at Red Boats. And it's loud in
3: here. It, it is, is it loud. Is, it it's it. loud. I
0: was in controlling the jukebox for a little
3: while. In the words of some of the fourth graders in the class I student teach, this place is bussing right
1: now. <laughs> it is bussing. <laughs>
3: this place is busting. Craig Can somebody go get me aired. some of
1: Thompson's pizza?
3: Like <laughs> I am, I haven't had
1: dinner. <laughs> I am starving. Has anyone on
0: a microphone right now been involved or seen? or seen a 5 overtime game.
3: The craziest game I watched might as have.
0: a That's what I want to ask him.
3: The craziest game I've seen as a fan, just as an audience member was in 2018 at Lagodi, Barreep Lagodi and three overtimes.
1: Tell him to get And he, by the he, way, that was not a good game. That it just lasted yeah, a long yeah. time. Getting close to that mic. It was not. He's, he's the, tonight was oh. a great basketball game. That was
3: fantastic. I'm just happy we scored more than eight.
1: 40. Now listen, my my stats are <laughs> the hats
0: coming off. My stats could be a little shaky don't here mess and there. Up the hair, Albert.
3: I had eight
0: total turnovers. Yeah, scoot up, Albert. We don't want to miss a, a, a word of this.
4: <laughs>
0: First question: Have you ever seen a five overtime game?
4: Yes. Um, scoot up. 19, uh, 19, there we go. 1991, we played uh, down at Dubois. And we lost. Okay, but this one had a much better ending. Tonight.
0: Is this? Is this? I, I had us give or take. I got to watching the game too much. I'm a terrible stat keeper. I had eight total turnovers between the two teams. Have you ever? Uh, what? What a well played floor game! It was for you know playing all that time of basketball.
4: I know. I said more than once to the, the score, uh, the Orleans scorekeeper. I said it's just a shame that that. One so of the te- somebody's going to lose tonight. Thank you. I and I said that both teams deserve to win or to move on, but that's not the way it. That's not know, the way
1: it goes, right? Al- Albert, I'll, I'll ask you, uh, and we'll get to we'll get to the real big news here in just a second. And I know it's hard to put these lists together in your head, Albert. But is this the best game you've ever watched since you've been at Bari? Uh,
4: it's uh, Woo! <laughs> it, it would be. It's up there. The, the thing that made this was so so very special is that let's face it it was kind of unexpected
1: and, and yep. Albert you know one of the things i said you know they put the, the clay city game from 2015 in the movie yeah and every, they and it was a great game but people don't remember like we were a heavy heavy favorite that game yes we t- were t- tonight i don't think I don't think anybody had any clue what was going to happen when they walked in the gym. I, people thought we could win. I don't think anybody knew we were going to. Well, and,
4: and about everything that the, this team played this year, the conference. Uh, beh- uh, we'd have been third in line behind Ligoti and South Docks. And, uh, in, of in course, here in the sectional that uh, we were rated third. It was, uh, it was really uh, Orleans sectional to lose so many – Players at uh, three and four years that they've been on the on the varsity.
0: They set that up with an amazing upset of Lagodi two years ago. The Hall kid goes crazy in the second half, yeah. and and this this was kind of their rite of passage tonight. Yeah. That Barry blocked.
4: I, I still feel like we were playing with, as they say, house money tonight. Yeah. The, 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 the pressure The pressure had to be on Orleans because so the expectation. To win a sectional with this group, and this was their last chance.
0: Was was it the fourth overtime that Donnie missed the layup? Was that
1: four? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And by the way, our, uh, the f- the the funniest thing, I got a video because there's the debate about goal ten not goal, yeah. goal ten. So our old friend Joe Cummings had yeah. the picture, and you won't believe who captured the video. The kid who broke our hearts two years ago tonight, Jalen Mullen, down there on the baseline. Had it, sent it in slow motion if anybody would like it. Everybody thinks Donnie missed a layup to win the game. He didn't miss a layup. The kid went through the middle of the rim and knocked it out. Well, that's what my wife said. She said, I I think he went through the the rim.
4: Joe showed me the picture. I sitting right beside him.
0: But my point is, they do that after four. Bari now comes out and scores 16 points. Outscores Orleans 16-8 to in – overtime number five and Donnie makes play after play and it's just what this team does. They take it, they got their butts whipped last year and they took it verbally and mentally from everybody,
4: but they just keep coming back. I can't say everybody because there there were folks of us who knew that uh, our team last year did not have the experience that most teams, Barre, do do normally but
0: when you're when you're living up to the yes you know what I mean I mean you're living up to that that reputation you put that on yourself almost oh yes but this team just keeps coming back and coming back and Tyler and I were talking earlier and we're counting up you start the last calendar year how many sectionals that this school has won and a lot of them they weren't supposed to win Yes. And and listen, despite what some whack job in Washington keeps putting on all every Facebook post, we are not <laughs> trucking in athletes from all over the world. You know what? The majority of our kids are still named Graber and Lonaker and Waggler and, by the way, and, and I,
1: whatever. And we and played six and We yeah, Emmons, yeah. The Corsi. <laughs> no, we we played six kids tonight. I'm hold, as I'm holding up nine fingers, and I and I would say five of them are related, <laughs> and, and three of them had pizza sauce. They on They got to
0: go to a family
2: dinner tomorrow. Yeah,
1: family. And that, and that, a family chicken tomorrow. Albert, <laughs> have you ever received a better birthday present? If well, you do not know, Albert Cavanaugh is 84 years old today. Happy birthday, Albert!
4: Thank you very much, Mike. Uh, I uh, of course this is as I say not my first uh, rodeo of sorts. Uh, back in '87, or '1980, whenever we won our first sectional, and that was came out of the blue after Lagodi had been upset in the biggest upset that I have ever witnessed. And I think many others would agree that uh, WC beat Lagodi, which opened the door for us, and we'd beaten North Davis in a double overtime. The game before that, and so we we went from being feeling, oh my, why'd we win this game? Because we're going to, have to play Lagodi tomorrow night, and within a few hours later, we're thinking, oh my gosh, we're going to be playing WC for a sectional championship, who is 4 and 17. Against the goatee that was twenty one and one, I believe. Yeah, twenty one and one. And yeah. I so just
2: saw on Facebook this week, Mike, uh, I think it was Remember the Game or whatever it was. Uh, Dick Coach, Lemon. Yep. Coach Dick Lemon yes. had a article of YouTube video about that exact sectional. Yeah. Of just and I've heard you say it, Albert, Dick Dick would have been our uh, what
4: the Well Varsity assistant. Assistant, yeah. Yeah.
2: And I've heard you say it it's you know the if only to you know not wishing we could but knowing we could winning a sectional and I think that's a lot to do with tonight's sectional is not wishing we could beat Orleans but knowing we could beat Orleans and even the three overtime here at home and Solomon can probably
4: talk to a lot I, of that. I is. just I have to admit I. I you know, naturally, so glad to see the bar Eve. one. won. I mean, it, it, our kids deserve it. I think our community certainly deserves it, too. But, uh, you know, here three weeks ago or so, they came here expecting, as a heavy favorite, to walk away with a girls' basketball well, section. Rhino said it goal. at the
2: beginning. Orleans is tired of seeing bar Eve on the jersey.
4: Oh, my. I, I, I'm i without a doubt that that... We didn't make any friends tonight, but that's the nature of the game.
0: You know yeah. what? Are we here, Deke? Are we here to make friends? We're here to win. That's right. Hey, let's take a quick break. We'll hear from our sponsors, and then we'll be back. And, and there may be hundreds of people that want to get on the microphone. you know what? Tonight, that's just fine with me. And and uh, we'll we'll do that. But right now, it's here for Travis Brett, Indiana, Farm Bureau Insurance, and Golf Plus in Evansville, where, by golly, if you need anything golf-related, 5% discount if you walk in there and mention the B3 podcast. Anything but ping. So go in there and buy all your golf supplies from Golf Plus. We'll be right back after this. You want to make sure you can sleep at night knowing that you are covered Well, stop knocking on wood and call Travis Brett with Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. He's right there in Ligoti at 304 JFK Avenue, 812-295-3129. Doesn't matter what you want covered, auto, renters, home, life, business, farm and crop, the place to go, Travis Brett, and he will get you a quote. I just referred my mother to Travis, and he took great great care of her. He's been part of the Martin County business community for going on 20 years now. He's a big supporter of all kinds of high school activities and we are proud to have him as the title sponsor once again of the B3 podcast. One insurance agent for all of your needs. It's Travis Brett at Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. Stop knocking on wood. For the best sports equipment, team uniforms, golf lessons, and spirit wear, go see Max and the team at Golf Plus 5601 East Virginia in Evansville. They carry all major name brand golf, baseball, softball, disc golf, pickleball equipment, including Callaway, Cleveland, Cobra, Mizuno, Nike, Ping, TaylorMade, Marucci, DeMarini, Slugger, Rawlings, and Wilson, and a whole lot more. Store hours Monday through Saturday 10 to 6, Sundays 12 to 4 Central Time. As golf season nears, seek Golf Plus for custom club fitting, including a launch monitor, golf lessons with a trained professional, club reshafting, club repair, and and re-gripping, and we know you need to replace your grips. Upcoming demo days, February 24th, TaylorMade, 10-2. to 2. March 2nd, Baseball and Softball Demo Day. March 9th is Ping, 10-2. to 2. March 11th through the 18th, Free Swing Week. April 1st through 7th is the Walters Outdoor Demo Days, 10-2. To four. And as a listener of this show, if you mention the B3 podcast, you will get a discount of 5% on any item other than pink. Your place for golf and more is Golf Plus 5601 East Virginia in Evansville. Thanks to Travis Brett, Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. And if no,
4: thanks lot, Tyler
0: Schultice, if you do anything, stop knocking on wood, would you please? Thanks, Albert. Thanks for coming by. And Golf Plus Nevinsville, make sure you mention the B3 podcast. Go in there and get your discount off of things. I, listen, I'm hoping you go. I am going because here's the thing. I played golf for the first time today, and, you know, I'm a little rusty. First time out, whatever. I have got the same thing going on that I did last year. I am hitting about three to four clubs shorter than what I should be. Something's wrong. I don't know what it is. It's shaft, it's swing, body type. No, nah, I've had the same <laughs> body type for a while. Like everything. I don't know what's happening, but I got to figure it out. I'm going to go to Golf Plus to get it figured out. Robert Sullivan, C team coach, varsity assistant coach. What's this mean to you?
3: This is something special, coach. On March the 7th, 2020. <laughs> I was I, I'm a graduate of Shoals and on that night we got knocked out by a very good Bar Eve team. This the next week the world down. Right. we got knocked off by I think fourteen and I decided that night, you know, after because we were we were always within two or three possessions till the end and you know when you have the best point guard in the state you know, one of the best players in Hagen Epp in the state, we're right. gonna make plays to put you to bed. And that night I knew I wanted to get into this profession because I didn't want that feeling ever again of walking off that floor with a game ball. Yeah, I mean I hate it. You know, if you're not if you ain't first, you're last. Right. And two years ago, and over the summer, Lewis the show. Coach Thompson gives me a phone call and said, "Hey, we need a freshman coach." Because I coached my uh, last two years before that at Shoals. I was the varsity assistant. I did a lot of the junior high stuff. And you know, like we put and, you know, we were battling in se- sectional sixty three. And I yeah. remember that summer. The summer basketball started that week. That week, and Coach Tech calls me when I'm working at Bomax. Said, "Hey, the CT position is open here. If you want it, let, if you want it, let's talk." And I called him that night, and I made and I made the decision. And I, I'm thankful to the Reef community for welcoming me here. I know it's probably not easy to welcome a river rat
1: into your community. But. Hey, as a piker, I can empathize. Me and me and Big Shot, we've got that in but common. Yeah, this you mean, didn't grow up a bar—you
0: didn't grow up a bar eve guy, no. And, is and, there and, any and, more bar the, eve than in the and Mike
1: DeCoursy? Well, the funny thing is, is is last night. I know we were setting up about an hour before, and our uh, DeCoursy, where are you at? And uh, my old longtime friend Clay Strawn. Yeah. Who would be a, a Drew Walker from Ligoti's, uh uncle, had flown in from Phoenix because he knew, hey, there was a chance that this was going to be his last high school game. He wanted to see it. Yeah. But, you know, when I met these guys in college, I, I lived with Lagodi people. Those those were those were my guys. Yeah. And so when I kind of came up and started consuming the rivalry the first time, I was on the other side a little bit. Yeah. I liked I, the Lagodi stuff fascinated me. Yeah. It really did. And, uh, you know, I get married and. Change teams and uh it's been the biggest been the biggest blessing of my life it really has
3: it's awesome it's it's a blessing and and it and it's and this just it's it just feels good
0: it's been it's been a a fantastic year yeah it's been a great year without
1: a doubt so what do we need to do now mike we need to get thompson back here lewis murphy is gnawing his ear off (laughs) like a jack russell terrier
0: Insurance issues. Real quick for people that are listening to this podcast that did not listen to the game, let's just real quick try and recap what the hell happened. We started at seven. We didn't. All
1: right, Fox th- News alert. Hit the hit the news. It appears that we will be playing at one o'clock next Saturday at Lagodi.
0: At Lagodi, okay, and we. We know who we're playing, and and when, and the best possible scenario was playing at Lagodi because obviously we know how to win at Lagodi.
1: And it appears Game Two is Evansville Christian.
0: Okay, so So
1: we can scout.
0: So now this is now
1: this is unconfirmed. This is unconfirmed. unconfirmed. As always, I reserve the right to change my mind.
0: Sarah. Sarah Wilcher won on the podcast? No, she looked and thought. Here comes coach. There you go. Co- no,
1: Nope, Going to the bathroom. We were close. I, all I'm going to say is many other Bar coaches would have. Amber would have already been on the pod. He's teasing us. Like, Kinda. really. Like, he's literally teasing us at this point.
0: But we've got. I mean, just look around the, the room. Brooke Thompson. Brooke and Neil have one of the few. The few a legend, Brooke and Neil, like you've got to be one of the few parents to win a boys and a girls sexual and a girls you, volleyball right? and a girls volleyball. It's basketball season, oh, Sharktie. Shut up!
2: <laughs> I got volleyball. You know about
0: volleyball? <laughs> My goodness, guy that knows his way around Bar-Eve Lagodi sectional games.
1: Uh, my friend, Darren Wilcher. Darren Wilcher's S- S- goat, on. S- sitting coat. S- S- sitting to my left. I'm going to
0: tell you right now, I don't think I've ever told you this. My initial uh, viewing of a Bar Eve Ligoti sectional was at Lagodi. I think it was your senior year. Was, was it, were you a senior when Zane was a freshman? Yes, sir. Okay, so that was it. So fre- your senior year, Zane's freshman year. So no, Zane, I'm
5: Zane. was a junior when I was a senior.
0: Okay, well, whatever the hell it was, but you got a rebound. Against and flipped off the official? No, <laughs> well, on I was, what he was, did. <laughs> he, yes, you're <laughs> correct, Mike. He, he gets a rebound. And turns around and there was nobody there, lets the ball bounce in front of him, and goes, Yah! and flexes his muscles to the entire crowd. I don't know how much muscle yet. <laughs> he, he attempted to.
5: I was 5'8, one 140. Of the,
0: one of the great reactions I've ever seen to a rebound in my life was Darren Wiltshire. Darren, talk about tonight and what a special night it was.
1: By the way, that that's that, what I just said is official. Lagode, 1 o'clock next Saturday.
0: Lagode, 1 o'clock next Saturday against Christian Academy. It's all of
2: is already on huddle right
1: now. <laughs> uh, man, tonight's game is that the best high school game you've ever seen, Darren? So, There's been game, oh, and here I'm gonna stop you when I let's preface this, like the Clay City game in 2015 that they put in the movie. Yeah. It wasn't a great like we were the big favorites that game. A lot of the other games that Lagodi when it's in your 20s and you're going to two and three overtimes. Blah. Like, there was a point tonight in the second half and into overtime where we were 16-19 to from the field, and we couldn't pull away. And one of those misses, Darren, was a goaltend. Right. Uh,
5: I've been asked this several times tonight from a lot of different people about, you know, was this really the best high school basketball game you've seen? And my answer is it has to be yes. Because like you said, every possession, it didn't matter – I mean, it started from the first quarter. Every possession mattered, and it was kind of like that last night, in a sense.
1: Yeah, until until the very end.
5: Yes. Um, I mean, these kids, after after last night's game and what they went through, you know, beating Lagodi, it was rough. Come back, you know, Orleans had a, a pretty light game last Twice. night. Twice. I yeah. mean, they they you know they're they're really rested. They're and, ready. You guys are going to laugh when I say this. So I volunteer help fifth-grade boys, and I take them on some tournaments. Uh, And we we played in the Jasper tournament last weekend, and I keep referencing our varsity team on their dogs. They grind. They never, ever give up. It doesn't matter. And, like, tonight, like, these boys have been – they were beaten last night physically, you know. They're – they're worn out. And every possession tonight, like, they could have folded, and they didn't. Yeah. But to answer your question, Mike, absolutely. it's. Yeah, it, yeah. I think it's the best game. Yeah, and,
1: and that's where – when you say something's the best, a lot of times every, people get defensive about it. That doesn't mean any game that anybody else played in was any less great, you know. I just I just thought the, the level of play was so high. And it got to the point where I was thinking weird thoughts in my head, like, let's – and Jeff, I think may, maybe even said it on the air. Let's at least get this thing to a, not an even score, but an odd score. He likes so, the odd score. So yeah. if we're down one, we got the ball with ten seconds and a chance to win. Let's let's let let somebody win or lose, and right. and we could just never get on that that odd number. And uh, well, so what did we shoot from the field for the game? I,
3: I, well, I, listen,
1: unofficially, I'm not. We sure. came undone on the stats there at the end. Yeah, well, not we, I, <laughs> you, us. <laughs> <but. laughs>
0: I came I became, I'm. First of all, I'm a horrible stats keeper. I either I, I like to talk or watch, and I can't do both. And but I would say, based on what I know of the second half, the first, we had to be in
5: the high 80s. I mean, literally in the high 80s. So you're at a you you watched a 1A hey, sectional can game. Can we get
1: Sullivan or Schulteis to peel some headphones so? The here, star of the show I'll get can get Sullivan's on. I'll get I up. know up Sullivan here. wants to talk about that one time he got on TV against Reveille, but give Thompson the headset. <laughs> hey, I, Sullivan's on huddle, and he's still out. not I
0: giving it up. Off
3: like five hundred. Hey,
0: huddle. listen, my man's on Tinder nah, right now. <laughs> no, he, do is, not rocking, to this. he yeah. is rocking. He is rocking Davis County right now. Like they're lining up. You can't swipe right fast enough
1: right now, my man. <laughs> I'm getting off here. <laughs>
3: God bless and go, Vikings. Uh,
1: no, but. Darren, I'm, I'm sorry we
5: interrupted you, but. Yeah. No, you're fine. Uh, I'm just saying, like, you said high 80s percentage.
0: I, I'm going to say, well, we'll say mid 80s, but they, they shot, I know for a fact they shot over 90% from halftime on.
5: Okay, so that's a, a 1A sectional game. We'll say 80%. We scored 75 points. Yeah! Yeah. They shot 80%. Unofficially, Uno- unofficially, so Uno- yeah, and really, unofficial. very official for the, for the game. How many turnovers were there in the eight? Home? I had eight
0: total what? between the two teams.
5: Right, eight. So look at
0: in that pressure, where, in that crowd, in
5: that yeah, situation, eight total turnovers eight. every possession. And and and, and
1: and I think each team had an offensive foul, and we'll talk about Sesco right. later. <laughs> no. But, yeah, no, but I, well, we already, well, yeah. I
0: don't think we had hit record when we talked about that, but
1: yeah.
5: But yeah, to, to answer Mike's initial question, absolutely. Best game I've seen, period. I don't see how you even argue it. I, don't, I can't think of one. I, know, I, I don't know. I, I, I can't.
0: I, I mean, I, I, I've I, seen
1: some great games. I, I've seen close games, I've seen games where there's a lot of anticipation. I don't know if Darren heard or listened to the first one. But the Lagoti game that you would have played in in the sectional in two thousand and one—I don't care what anybody says—that was that was a craptastic game that just was close because we were going to hold it for seven minutes at a time. My that, thats we we've all been a part of that. But yeah. and I and I told you on that podcast the that, that the the year before the game at Lagoti where Darren w- would have been a freshman, I would have guessed it was one of the best high school games I've ever seen. Like I, so yeah, we saw it, Coach.
0: My favorite. My favorite high school tournament game I've ever watched in my life, 1983, Champaign, Illinois. Marty Simmons scores every single point in the second half for Lawrenceville against Providence St. Mel and Fernando Bunch and Lorenzo – I uh, 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 can't f- remember his first name. Hamilton that went to Illinois. He's, Marty Simmons scores every point in the second half. That was my favorite. This son of a bitch tonight may have – Coach, it may have crossed that. That was one hell of a
3: basketball game.
6: It was. It was uh, craziest game I've ever been involved in. But before we talk about that, can we talk about how I'm representing the Todd father here? Because I've got my quarter zip on and I got pizza sauce all over. Well, <laughs> pizza sauce all over. If, if you would order wings. If you would order
0: wings right now and chomp them in the microphone, just have it's it all, all over. Have it all. It's over all. My, beard. my favorite thing about the podcast is when we just started. We're all ready. We play the theme song, and everybody's ready to go. And the first words out of Todd's mouth is, "Can you hand me a load of napkins, please?" Because <laughs> he's ready to eat. But geez, uh, Josh, I don't. We, Mike, and I have been trying to describe this damn thing for three hours. What yeah. the hell? Tell us something new. No, we don't know. I'll tell you. <laughs>
6: To be honest, Brando, um, I, I can remember different plays throughout the game, but it seriously is kind of all a blur.
1: It's a blur. It's like, a total blur right like, now. Yeah,
6: like in the fifth overtime, I didn't know if we were at six or if we were still in five. And well, it
1: I was so no right, back and forth. I, yeah. I I remember looking down and I, I forget it was the fourth or the fifth where you finally had to look at Dean and said how many timeouts do i have well, anyway? That, that was my yeah. question and, and, and who, i saw tom bradley do the exact same thank thing Thank you for saying that because that was going to be one of my questions
0: who the hell is keeping track of how many timeouts because you don't want a chris <laughs> weber you yeah. know and yeah. call one and yeah. blow yeah. No. the whole
6: damn thing dean i'll tell you what and this is old school but i'm old school on a lot of things dean keeps track of each guy's individual files he reconciles it with with the scorebook with Albert in the book at, at halftime, and when we get guys to three fouls, two in the first half, but three in the second, he's reconciling it yeah, with the bookkeeper, right. and he's constantly during timeouts reconciling it with officials in the scorebook. Well,
5: nobody and, in the gym knew,
6: and, and as, <laughs> so so so. nobody nobody in point. the okay. broadcast booth knew no. yeah. for sure, yeah, but,
5: I,
0: Dean, but Dean Scott knew. But Dean yeah. Scott knew. Well, and that was what because that is really. Really important in situations like this. Yeah. What were you doing when well, I think we're in the fourth when we had the opportunity with two and a half 2. seconds 7. left? Yeah. yeah, and and the timeout war yeah. started.
6: Were you changing yeah. things at that point, or were, was everything staying no, the same? No, the only the only thing that we made an adjustment on <laughs> was <coughs> we have two versions of that play. One where we can get the guy coming off the stagger down the sideline you know coming to the ball across off the both side, screens yeah. wrap coming wrapping around that and another where we throw it to the guy that, that Kendall Grammer's position and throw it back to the end. okay body. that was my question and to Deco do we well,
0: have time to yes, do two and, passes and,
1: and, and I'll, I'll I'll cut coach off and I can tell him this and we haven't rehearsed this there was a day in practice this year I said what are we working on today coach and and Darren I don't know you know back in the day with coach Hughes, i'm I'm sure you guys did some version of this but he said it's two four six day it's two four six day i said what are you talking about he said we are going over our we get the ball back with two seconds we get the ball back with four we get the ball back with six and our you know our 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 little quick hitters or sets for each thing that's what we're going to do so you know i'm i'm guessing that's something you guys put in early this year Coach. how
6: many times a year do you do that we do that. We do special situations at least once a week. Okay. We used to so, at least once play. a week. <laughs> Bryce Drew. Yeah.
7: Bryce Drew. Yeah. yeah. Like, like,
6: there was one day in practice this week where we literally worked on a full court, uh, a full court last second play under four seconds. Uh, you know? And, you know, what, what's funny about that, Brian, I was getting out of context just a little bit. Like, one of the things I love doing sectional week. And it cost me money, is we shoot half quarters for Subway. And where I got the idea for that it was is Scott Davenport, Kurt's coach down there at Bellarmine. Who was Kurt was in the house tonight. Yeah. And you know, they shoot half quarters in practice. And he had media come in. And again, Scott Davenport can coach basketball. But like some media guys one day asked him, they're like, Why do you guys mess around at the end of practice and shoot half quarters? He goes, Because one of these days we're gonna win a game on a half quarter. So we might as well have a little bit of fun and work on it. And,
1: Darren, I know this will hurt the heart a little bit, but our friend Ryan Wertz, he uh, about won that that I, sectional game that I was just talking about. I mean, he, he was a half an inch away from doing it from half court.
5: I was standing right behind him, and I heard Mike, Wa- Mike Wagner tell Butcher
6: When Worcy let it go, Wagner goes, we're beat. Hey, Seth Wagler almost hit one tonight. Yes, Yes, he did. did. He almost – and you know what? He won two Subway sandwiches this week. Is that (laughs) right? (laughs) (laughs) Shooting half quarters. Sweet onion, chicken teriyaki, and half quarters. (laughs) Like, when when he almost made it, I turned around to Dean and I go Subway. (laughs) Yeah,
0: (laughs) that's great. So, I felt like you guys took – and I, I've said this a couple times. I We've talked so damn much tonight. I don't know what's on the mic and what's not. But I get a little bit philosophical, and I try to start thinking of the whole picture. And I look back at this team that took their lumps last year, and so did you, yeah. both on the court and off the court. And they, they, you took it, and you took it, and you took it. I really think that you, it's almost a microcosm of some of these games where you take those punches to the face and yeah. you take them and you take them, but you don't go down yeah. and you keep coming back. And how much has the last 12 months of a calendar year led up to winning
6: this game tonight? It, 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 it's a culmination of a lot of things, but I do I think you know, go back deep into last season like you talked about. And, you know, these guys always had the support of the community and our fan base behind them. But you and I have talked about this a lot. Like, when you go 12-12, and like, there's a lot of people disappointed. Yeah. Players, coaches, families, community. I mean, not that anybody didn't support our guys. Yeah, right. We never felt that. Right. But it's just like. But, you know, yeah, yeah. listen, these guys know.
0: They look. They put out a book every year have about some. how damn successful Bar-Eve has been, right? <laughs> exactly. You know. It, it you hey, these one. are smart kids. Yeah. You don't have to explain yeah. it to them.
6: Happy Happy birthday, Alvin. Right. The yeah. but, but then you go to baseball, and I've mentioned this, the success that those guys had on the field with Trevor and Nathan and Joe and all those coaches. Most of our guys play baseball. Yeah. and the success they had there, Yep. that's huge. And then I'm going to give kudos to Lacey and your daughter because then our girls who went through a tough season put it all together at the right time. Had no chance. To, and, no chance. And, and our guys watch that, yeah. and they see like, hey, those girls were the underdog and game. So if people are going to doubt us, people doubted them. I, so why don't we, you know, we just follow suit. And I'm so. going to
1: piggyback on his point, and I've, I've, I've <laughs> this is year 22 for me teaching. I've never seen a, a collective group of coaches like we have at Bari right now, head coaches, running programs, that are all going in the same direction. Josh Thompson and Trevor McConnell are really good friends. Josh Thompson and Lacey Higgins are really good friends. Trevor McConnell and Lacey Higgins are really good friends. Tyler Schulteis coaches for Josh Thompson. Josh Thompson calls Tyler Schulteis' volleyball games on the radio. Uh, Tyler Schulteis is friends with Lacey. Like, everybody is connected. And that doesn't even get into, you know, the golf and Coach Huff and what he's done with the softball. Like, it's – I think when the message from the coaches every day is, we expect to win, and we know, and we believe in you guys. I, I, I think that, I don't know. It, it, it's been a really special. It's been, a, it's been a special
6: twelve months. You know, Mike and I talked about this last summer. Because of the success that our guys had in baseball, like we got our baseball guys for ten days in June. Like yeah. literally, got to have two practices right. with them and then go to team camp in Fort Wayne. Yeah, And a lot of people were like, really? Like, that's what we're going to get? And I said, first of all, the summer's over, Rick. And, Absolutely. And, 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 and number two, like, these guys are going to be ready to go. So we go to team camp in Fort Wayne. We lost two games up there. We lost one regular game and lost in the championship game at team camp. I got to have two practices with those guys. And I just – I knew then that – like, hey, these guys are locked in. Like, there's a lot of refining we've got to do. Sure. But I called Mike on the way home, and I said, hey, we're going to be in good shape. Yeah. You know, again, again, I, I, I got success reads success. I
1: got a text from Coach Thompson on July 19th, and I don't know what you had done that night, Coach, or if you'd been into the gym and the kids were working out or whatever. And you basically – no, the, the text was, should I tell everybody we're not going to suck or should they figure it out on their own? And what you had seen that night, I'm almost positive, was both guns were probably going at the same time. You had pickup games. I mean, there was a point this year, nobody knows this, where Jeff Doyle had to go tell Donnie Miller, you need to take Sunday off from your workout. You're going to get hurt. Like,
6: take a day off. No, and, and that goes back to the individual meetings, Brideau that we had with our guys. Yeah. And I said, listen, I said, we've got to be better shooters. So –
1: as was a year go tonight. We're,
6: we're going to dedicate way more time in practice. But you guys got to put time in on your own. Yeah. I'm going to give you time in practice. And we're going to do competitive shooting drills, but we got to be way better shooters. Donnie Miller makes that three tonight. Still go back to this. There's a lot of people that have never, never put a practice plan together. They've never prepped a team to play a varsity basketball game. That came to me last year and said, you got to tell that kid to quit shooting. When that ball went through the net, I wanted uh, to tell those people, hey, that's why we told him to keep shooting. Dico,
0: what did I say in overtime, number four, when the timeout war started happening between Thompson and Bradley? <laughs> what did I say? I said, I don't want to put you on the spot. I, what I said was. The whole night's a blur, right? The. There's a whole lot of armchair quarterbacks out there that think that they can coach basketball. We all know basketball, right? You play defense, you drive, you do, you pump fake, whatever the hell you want to say. Well, we all have. We're all experts, right? Right. Everybody's an expert. I didn't lose a game tonight. However, (laughs) when a really good coach from Orleans is trying to figure out what a really good coach from Bar Reeve is about to do and you call timeout Josh Thompson has to have something to fucking say to his team and you know what he knows what to say to his team and so did Tom Bradley and that's what everybody forgets we all know basketball we're all experts we know how to do it do you know how to make a practice plan to do your 2.7 second play do you know how to make a practice plan to say,
1: hey, when their garden is too tight, we're going to start running plays back door? Or what, what happened? And, and that's what we did. Yeah. I thought tonight when they were really going for that knockout punch, you guys really ran some of your, your backdoor actions, your different things to get us going downhill, and kind of made them pay for getting out in those, in, in the, yeah. in those passing lanes.
6: And, again, go, going back to that stuff, Mike, like I've got to give a lot of credit to my coaching staff, like, Robert, Robert was one of the guys that came to me last year and he's and I, I've always been a big fan of the Princeton offense you know yeah. P- Pete Carroll yeah and Princeton offense and there's a lot of different things that you can do out of that whether it's the high post offense version that we run called chin or you can run the pinch post stuff or you can run a high post offense or uh, a, uh, a uh, point forward part of that offense which we ran some of that stuff last year. And a lot of people would say, "Yeah, that worked out really well." But anyway, uh,
1: <laughs> Josh Schwartz, we ought way to have to go, fun.
6: Thompson. Josh shirts at Indiana State is an offensive genius. Yeah. And yeah. so, one of my favorite things each week is go find Josh Shirt stuff stuff that the Sycamores have run that previous week. How do you find that? Well, sometimes you find it on Twitter. Okay. Sometimes you text your buddy Matthew Graves, who's an assistant at Indiana State. Okay. And you say, "Hey, I need some good stuff to do this." Yeah, and we ran a couple sets tonight that we had not run until the sectional. That came from Coach Shirts at Indiana State.
0: I am far from a basketball coach.
2: You're but one coaching. And
0: though, right? I am one zero in junior high no. basketball. <laughs> However, <laughs> I, I am fascinated with the with the nuts and bolts of coaching at a high level. When you, when you find out something from them, is this group? And I'm I'm assuming the answer here is this group better
6: at learning that than other groups? Without a doubt. Yeah, because they're so intelligent. They get a high level of basketball IQ. Um, you know, we never tonight one time played any zone.
1: And, I, we, and we kept how, how many thought, times we ran out of that. And, and here, here I, I told the story, yeah. JT, uh, about Darren, how, I, yeah. how I came in uh, during the girls' games today. And I said the rumor was laid out like you guys were hunting a serial killer. Yeah. I said I mean, there, there was, was like pins on board yeah, and all this. red lines going <laughs> everywhere. And, 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 finally I, and finally, I said, Coach, what's one thing that's going to happen tonight yeah. that that I need to know that I can talk about like I'm an expert before everybody else sees it? He goes, we're going to play a lot of 1-2-2 zone tonight. <laughs> and he said, and, and here's why. So, I mean, I had my talking points yeah, ready. Right, I, I, I mean, I was going to be the smartest dude in the room. Yeah. Nope, never happened. And and it was like, but you go back, and, you, and, and some people may ask, well, why did you never go zone? Go back and look at the shots that Ian Hall hit, and then you'll know why we didn't go yeah. zone, because those would have been <laughs> with a catch and a shoot and not off of two or three bounces. Ian Hall is a
0: 1985 basketball player. He right doesn't up. shoot threes from everywhere, yeah. but he's got that dribble, dribble, dribble to the middle, 17-footer. You know, he, he's,
6: he's from the 80s. I told people when Ian was a sophomore. When he beat Ligoti by himself. I said, yep. that kid is the closest thing to Hagen-Nepp as far as driving to the elbow and elevating that we have in Southern Indiana right now. He can now.
5: get to his spots. Yeah.
6: Hey, and, and that's anybody what, needs one, put it on me. That's what really good players do. Yeah. They pick their spot, like Darren said, and they say, this is where I'm going, and I'm going to elevate. Yeah. And you can contest it the best that you can contest it. Um, but but – and
0: you said he elevates straight up. Yeah. Like, he just – I'm like, this is a player that's not – 2004 it's 1984
1: yeah. almost yeah. that's yeah. what he looks like to me well, I got a weird question here but Darren this this and I and I just see you and Josh sitting here by each other and if anybody doesn't know and I <laughs> there's a long way from here to there but if you've not been out and seen our, our little guys play our fourth and our fifth graders I mean it's it's a real treat it is they they're fun to watch and I know they've got all sorts of obstacles to overcome as a but there's tons of potential like like Darren when when you talk about working with your son Jace like like what's the message right now do, do, does he ask to go to the gym do you encourage it like like what's that conversation like because i mean your your son's a heck of a fifth grade player that may mean nothing 5 years from now but how, how do you parent that uh,
5: so i got kind of two sides of it so I've coached, I've coached these fifth-grade boys since we looked it up last weekend when we were down in Jasper. We've had the same group since 2018. I've had the same group. Well, at you as a junior high coach, you don't get to do that. No. You take kids one, two years, whatever, right. to the same group. So our fifth-grade, better season, and I took them to Jasper last weekend, and we went 4-1. We beat Evansville North. Water Day, a huge memorial team, and this Centurions team out of Louisville that was 30-1, and one. okay? We get beat by New Albany in the semifinal that goes on to win it. On Sunday morning, or Monday morning, my son stays home from school for like an hour. He's like, Dad, can we go to the gym tonight? And I'm like, Ugh. I'm like, maybe. These, these kids, like, that's what they want
1: to do. And that's – well, and, and the reason why I asked that is, is you know, Daisy, fifth-grade daughter, I mean, it's – she wants to do stuff all the time, and it's like they're, 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 there's this fine line, but, are, but around Bar-Eve, a lot of the secret sauce, and that's kind of the larger point, is is kids go to the gym with their dads. And, that, and that's – it's not always a basketball thing. It's a parenting thing. It's a bonding thing. It's a – something that you share and 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 I just I know there's this balance of when do we go to get better and when do we go to have fun so
5: I went to the gym this week with Jace for basketball one night and I went to the hitting facility twice for
1: baseball (laughs) and I'm sure JT well maybe not this week but in two or three or hopefully four weeks I mean every summer I'd 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 see or last summer every day I'll I would see Coach's truck, and i think, ah, he's in his office. He's in the gym. And, no, he's out in the facility throwing BP to, to Griffey.
7: Yeah. No, and,
6: and like Darren said, I think the big key, and sometimes Darren and I both get caught up in pushing a little bit too much, but it is what it is. Um, but the one thing I think Darren does a really good job of with Jace, and I think almost all of our dads do a great job of, is not pushing too much. Like, it's got to be their idea.
5: Right. You're correct.
6: Because, man, if you go into gym and it's your idea and, and hey, we're going to work on this, this, and this today. Yeah, right. That becomes a disaster really quick. Yeah. But, hey, if, Dad, can we go into gym? What do you want to work on? I want to work on shooting today. Okay, let's work on shooting. Dad, I want to work on moves to, as Albert would say, evasive moves. <laughs> well, I want to work on evasive moves. <laughs> then... We'll work on that. We'll work on ball hand. Okay, let's do that. But the big thing is, and Brian, I know you know this. I'll tell you this. Tyler, you're going to learn this. Like, I've got a daughter that's 21 years old, and there comes a point in time where that's the last time you go to the hitting facility or that's the last time you go to the gym. Yep. And Kevin Roy gave me some great advice. He said, don't push them. When they ask you to go play catch, you go, play, you go catch. play catch. When you go to the gym, you go to the gym. You go to the heading, inebri- you go. Because the day will come when there's not going to be another hey dad, let's go do this. Yeah. Well, and we not all, to get real sappy, but that is what it is. We all are in a community where the schools open. Amen to that, Tyler. I've right. had
2: you can get there. Yeah, like, you I, there's three gyms that you <coughs> That Brino, if you want yeah. to go shoot with your daughter on a Sunday morning, there's three gyms.
0: Yeah, and she's tired of rebounding for me because yeah. I'm really <laughs> because I'm really trying to my, listen. My el, my Get your the, elbow in yeah, my elbow's in, in the wrong spot and she's sick and tired of it. But you know, it happens. Whatever.
6: Sometimes you learn best by watching. Yeah. But we are by the way a if community you like, that But Brino, I'll say that. To piggyback on what Tyler just said, I go and talk to a lot of coaches, and they say the same thing. They're like, you do what there? Yeah. Your kids can get in the gym. That is not a bad thing. When I was at Vincennes, and I love my time over. Yeah. that baby was locked down on Saturday afternoon and Sundays like Fort Knox. Nobody was getting in that place
0: when you were a kid at Bloomfield. But I know how it was when I was a kid at Red Hill. We we played, man. We were yeah. we were at seed school and we played. That's not the case anymore, yeah. right? Like, well, you, there's not just yeah. pickup games all the time. Well, so you've got to, you got to open. Well, up. And Darren I can co- remember co- like Coach old
2: gym. the old gym pickup games. Oh, every week, like it was
5: nonstop.
0: It
2: wasn't just pickup games it was and this was back it was before,
5: a beat down. this was back before cell phones so like you just went you just and went. knew that people were going to be there yeah. you know what the i dice. Was,
0: i would be at at my grandma's house and hear a basketball dribbling down the street and know that someone was headed to seed school and we all went
1: i mean you just that was all it took coach joe rodemaker said it best one time and there was a day and it was in the early spring but it was one of those days like it's going to be next week where it was 75 yeah. degrees and, like, all the baseball fields were full. Tennis courts were full. Kids were in the gym shooting. There was stuff going on everywhere. And he, and he, and he said it. and I mean, it, it's eloquent. It really is. He said, this is what a school should be. Everything is being used. You're right. And I thought about that. And I'm like, that is something that at Bar-Eve, when you want to go in and do those extra things – there's a lot of places yeah. where where it's just simply not possible, and they'll hide behind things yeah. like, oh, the, uh, you know, the litigiousness of our society. And it's, stop with the bullcrap. If you want to go in and shoot for an hour with your son or your daughter on a Sunday afternoon, you're not no. going to sue somebody. Dirtbags do that. Well, just yeah, you know, do the right thing, and and, and trust that people are going to do it in return. And,
6: and just think about our tennis courts. Like we've got a great tennis facility out sure, there absolutely. for a small school. Yeah. Like. But our people take pride in that. No. Like, so nobody's going to go down there and jack around with the tennis right. nets and, you know, act like it's a, yeah. you know, walking across the tennis net and, right. you know, trying to use it as a balance beam. People take pride in I do want to
0: get back to tonight, yeah. if we can. Was there anything that Orleans and Bradley did that you were like, shit, we weren't ready for that? Like, is there anything that they did?
5: Don't admit anything.
0: <laughs>
6: <laughs> and I know Sullivan was yeah. in charge of the, sp- yeah. uh, the. He was in charge uh, of the
2: dress code yeah. tonight. Don't lie. To be
6: honest, there there wasn't. But you know, when you play teams that you know so well, like I'm sure there wasn't much that surprising. Yeah. I mean, like I told you, we ran some stuff tonight. Variations out of Chan. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. So I'm sure there wasn't a lot that we did tonight that surprised them. And, uh,
5: well, so yeah. Yeah. I don't, I'm not down tonight at all. But I think you did some – you made some adjustments, Coach, last night against Ligoti in the second half that surprised them.
0: To piggyback on that before you answer. I was really lazy on my fair shake show on Saturday morning this week, and I just played the. I I did a coach's. I I just did a coach's corner (laughs) type. We we. I edited out the post game shows and played it, and and uh, I did actually. Thank you. Got a lot of good comments, which makes me think I may be working too hard. However, um, (laughs) Coach Smith, Greg Bateman on the Razor, Coach Smith. They didn't cry about the officiating they didn't say. They said bar Reeve was ready for what we were going to do and they didn't let us do it. Like that's, that's coaching right? Yeah. I mean you've
6: that's got to be a compliment and, and. well and that, I appreciate what Darren said and I appreciate what Coach Smith and Greg Bateman talked about and what you just said. I go back to this. Like John Wooden can coach a team but if they don't have kids that can execute it it's all for not it's all for not so yeah our coaching staff does a pretty good job getting prepped but my goodness like I I, and I'm not trying to downplay or anything and use coach speak Michael say oh it's just coach like we got some pretty special kids like not very many teams Rhino, I, to, I wish I would hey, brought my I wish I bro, would have brought my plate card here. Like when you add the man stuff that we do, the out of bounds sets and the zone stuff, I bet I got fifty things. But, hey, but go ahead. Now, but, no. are any of them like super complicated? No. Mike's got but, like two
2: on his junior high but, card.
1: I don't. <laughs> uh, well, I'll show you that I got the, I got twelve man sets and eight zone sets, and and I'm going to punch <laughs> you in the forehead here in a second. Uh, Tonight's game was the sixth game in Indiana high school basketball history with five overtimes in a sectional championship. Oh,
0: so, oh,
1: wow. I I thought maybe
0: you were going to say overall,
1: but that is. No, overall, yes, overall. But in a sectional championship. Sectional, no, scratch that. Sectional games. Okay. Wow. So tonight is one of the six longest games time. in Indiana high school yeah. basketball tournament history.
2: I have a question, and this might have already been answered. So tell me to shut, shut up. If
0: Yes. Double was, overtime. Or not double. Yes, I made 30 straight free throws at Red Hill one time. <laughs>
1: Okay. Oh no! Was that not your? I'm sorry. Go, was, ahead. Go ahead. I was the Pike so, County <laughs> punt, pass, and kick champion once. You and Andy he Reed, also the chorus leader. What so calm was down. that?
7: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Nick. But when Bradley calls the two timeouts, is there a change?
0: It was. It's already been asked. Okay. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> right. you yeah. already asked that. And. But to go ahead. Josh Thompson?
2: But follow up Sullivan. question.
0: Go go ahead. No,
2: was it asked or not? Yeah. No,
6: the answer the answer is we did shift kind of the focus of what we were trying to get out of the player from a guy coming off the stagger, curling around. Two, we're going to throw it to Kendall and then hit the inbound. Here's another
0: question. Were you like, gosh dang it? Why did you call another timeout (laughs) trying to figure this out?
5: Yeah, I can tell you from where our section of the crowd was, was don't turn the ball over (laughs) from where you were taking it out.
0: I said the same thing. Yeah, Because Jeff said, you know, Jeff, we're doing a three-man booth, and I'm chiming in as – I, said, I like to talk, and I try. I'm trying to let those two do the most once in a while. I can't help it. But Jeff was talking about going toward the basket, toward the basket. And I said, We also want to go toward the basket, so we're not going toward their
6: basket in case we turn it over, right? right
0: yeah. Yeah, and that, that was huge. It was in an odd but,
6: spot. But no, we, 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 had, we had some stuff that we worked on before we just felt like we had a, we had a chance. And yeah. you get 2.7 seconds and you, you, you got guys that you trust to make plays. Yeah. And John Church, who was a really successful coach at Clay City and Dubois one time is in, 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 the, in the Indiana Basketball Hall of Fame. And John told me one time, he said, dude, he said, if you want to sell big ships, you got to get in deep water. Yeah. And it's like, hey, yeah. if, if we're going to do this and we trust our guys, like, we got it. We got to give him the opportunity. There were
0: times when Jeff, Dico, and I on the mics looked at each other, just kind of laughed. Like, here we go. Like, did you ever have a moment well, like that, that where well, you
1: turn around? F- and it's funny like, what funny I you should mention. I didn't even tell you this, yeah. Brian. know but uh, Coach Gretchen Miles at Washington. I think when we were going to overtime four, said, "Could you sound less excited to be going to another <laughs> overtime?" But that was part of the call. It was like, no good. Over time, and, and it was, <laughs> but it was just so. And the Red Bones crowd
2: was not too excited about it either. I had to make it more no, exciting, and, and we than what
0: Mike DeCourcy made. and when it you get your radio. check from Shake Broadcasting, yeah, I'm it calling will, Dwayne tomorrow. It, it will, will it definitely reflect, reflect
2: that we called two games yeah. tonight. Coach doesn't know this, but the IHSA was about a quarter to a half quarter behind. Swear. Tell Doyle. Swear her, tell yeah, I'm I'm calling Doyle and Dwayne tomorrow morning.
1: Well, you'll see Doyle tomorrow. So
2: I had to have the phone up to my ear here at the Alumni Center, as Albert would call it. Yeah. And the make the announcements to everyone here <coughs> at Red Bones Bar and Grill. And
0: I got a few free sodas out of it, and it was good. <laughs> well, hey, what do what you got to do. Yeah. All right. So I, we, we beat tonight to death, right? I think I mean, so. And, and well, I don't. If you can, one of the greatest games. And no, it, it's
1: it's the best game. I, ever don't, ever. I do, do want to three. say this. Yeah. like
6: go ahead. Yeah. Like about tonight's game. The the thing that sucks is you obviously coach and you play to win, but the thing that sucks is somebody's gonna lose that game. Right. Absolutely. And I yeah. thought about that driving up here to get some food. Was like. Tom does a great job.
0: I normally figure out a yeah. way to hate who we play. Yeah, yeah. I really do. And 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 Brooke, I, I hated yeah. everybody we played. And the girls, <laughs> listen. I, well, yeah. Vincent Gervais is in everyone. a special level. <laughs> and Frankenstein, if you want to come to Redbone some night, we'll go at it. I don't fi- I don't care if I'm half your size. You know what? David beat Goliath. I'm good with that. However. He's a good dude. Oh. They're a good team. They deserve to win yeah. just as
6: much as we do. And, and the fact to Mark Wheeler, who's their varsity assistant and also the athletic director, like we're out there on the court celebrating and trying to – I'm just trying to figure out to get my bearings. Right. And Mark comes out there and taps me on the back and congratulates me. And then he did the same with all of our other assistants. Like that's classic. Yeah. Like well, and that's, Tom Tom won his 400th game last night. Yeah. Like nobody made a big deal about that at Orleans. Their
0: student section did, which they was did, really, th- cool. Th- th- really
6: cool. Really cool. I didn't notice that. Yeah, did. really cool. But like, like whenever I was coaching at Springs Valley, first getting into coaching, like Orleans and Tom. That, that's where you had to get to. Time, time out. And, and this, that's where you had This to get is to. where,
1: and you talked about this one time, when you were at Springs Valley, like how many times did, did Tom beat you in a row?
6: Oh, was, like, I, I lost count. I mean, <laughs> I mean it,
1: you know, just, you kind of got whipped earlier. Oh now, gosh, anybody yeah. with a brain remembers those Orleans teams, and everybody with a brain remembers the talent that you had at Valley. Yeah, yeah. But still, that had to be taxing. No one then, you know. He beat beat you ten times in five
6: years or whatever. It was. I mean, they were the standard. Orleans basketball
1: is barry
2: volleyball. Yeah. How many sectionals would they have?
6: Yeah.
2: Yeah. If they were in the sectional, they should be in. And
6: that's another topic for another day. But, like, there's nobody that campaigned harder for Orleans to not be in our sectional than me. I mean – and it wasn't just from a competitive standpoint. It's like they don't belong geographically. Yeah. They should be with West Washington. Right. And you know what? If they were with, with West Washington, they would be hosting their own sectional. Right. They have the biggest gym in that sectional. Yeah. It's a complete disservice to Orleans and to the Orleans community that they had to come to sectional 63 and not host the yeah. West Washington board sectional. Boys and girls. I'm sorry. but. Yeah. It is what it is, and see, you, coach. See, a Ten, big shot. Tons of respect for Tom and Mark and their kids. Well,
0: I'm gonna run a commercial here because I have to pee like really bad. <laughs> Deco, when this commercial gets done, if you want to start talking, yeah, we That's what wrap up, I want uh, to talk, well, talk about. I want to talk about. His plans for this week, and and the nuts and bolts of how you get ready, and Kay. then and then we'll go. All right, but I'm going to hit the Travis Brett Congrats, commercial, coach, and then we'll uh, <laughs> then we'll we'll talk to coach about that. Okay. You want to make sure you can sleep at night knowing that you are covered? Well, stop knocking on wood and call Travis Brett with Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. He's right there in Lagoda at 304 JFK Avenue. Doesn't matter what you want covered. Auto, renters, home, life, business, farm and crop. The place to go. Travis Brett. And he will get you a quote. I just referred my mother to Travis and he took great, great care of her. He's been part of the Martin County business community for going on 20 years now. He's a big supporter of all kinds of high school activities. And we are proud to have him as the title sponsor once again of the B3 podcast. One insurance agent for all of your needs. It's Travis Brett at Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. Stop. Knocking on wood. We are back after <laughs> after a break, and I'm not sure what just happened. I don't even want to know.
2: God bless but and go by. What
0: I days. do want to talk about is, Josh, we, we talked about the coaching mechanisms of all kind of things. What goes into this week? You know you've only got a one-game regional. Yeah. You know who you're going to play, and we now yeah. know on yeah. Saturday night where we're going to play. We're yeah. back at Lagodi. Yeah. It's, it's, what do you do?
6: It's completely different than any regional I've ever been in. Um, in Thanks the past, same. the head coach really focuses on the team that's at hand. The assistant coaches really focus on the other two teams. Right. And, and right. as a head coach, you might watch a couple games of those teams. But uh, now it's just one game, so it's completely different. You know, all hands on deck, focus on the regional. One team. Yeah. uh, But going back, you know, any sectional I've ever won, we've always come in on Monday.
0: How many of you won? Uh, Six.
6: Tonight, six.
0: Six. Okay. Congratulations
1: on that. <laughs> a lot you. of Thank a lot you. of
0: coaches in the state of Indiana would love to say that, right? Yeah.
1: Including one in Batesville.
0: Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. <laughs> Who, by the way, shit into one because Greensburg got beat last so night. So he'll go to a regional for free next, next He weekend. actually doesn't get a pay or doesn't have to pay to get into the regional. Yeah.
6: Shocking. But you know, uh, good real estate agent though. You know the uh, Monday. I've always brought kids in on Monday. And the reason we come in on Monday, just get some shots up, talk to them about, hey, this is what this this week looks like. Uh, Here's an initial scouting report on who we're playing. Is
0: that – I'm sorry to be too elementary, but is that scouting report started already, or are we starting fresh today? we've already seen Christian Academy.
6: Okay. on film okay. a couple
0: different times already.
6: Against somebody
0: else that we've played. Against teams that we okay. played.
6: The, the main one being the Bloomfield game that you played down at uh, okay. City Okay, let University me ask you University. this again.
0: I'm, I'm trying to to be – well, I'm not trying to be I'm completely <laughs> elementary on this. When you watch that against Bloomfield, are you looking at them? Or no, you're just looking no. at Bloomfield? Okay.
6: Solely solely looking at Bloomfield. Okay. Now, I know other people look – watch film differently. Yeah. You know, I I noticed a few things, but I'm really. You're concentrated on the team you're worried about. Yeah. So we've seen him a little bit, but not in detail. Yeah. Um, But when I got here, the tradition had always been to get guys off on Monday. Monday he didn't practice. Amber doesn't practice. Tyler doesn't practice. 2020 state finals. (laughs) So. JC
2: Thompson came in for a serving practice. Yeah,
6: yeah. The Monday of state finals. So, my first year here, we win the sectional, and everybody's like, hey, these kids expect to take Monday off. You know, strongly suggesting. I'm like, well, we're not messing with tradition. The Tuesday practice of the regional was the worst practice I have ever seen in my entire life. It was atrocious, to say the best. And I looked at Dean Scott, and I go, we are never not practicing on Monday ever yeah. again. And we proceeded to kind of play on Saturday morning against Evansville Day the way we had practice on Tuesday. So I've always brought the guys in on Monday because I feel like you can get shots up. You don't go more than two days without practicing during the season. You give them that initial scouting report. Talk to them about the week that is. Sometimes the parents feed them on that Monday. So we'll come in on Monday, and then – Obviously, we'll really get after it on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then go pretty light on Friday and be ready to play on Saturday. Um, on Saturday morning, we'll come in and we'll have our walkthrough.
0: Obviously, now with Huddle, it's different than when you had to go back and trade tapes oh my gosh. back in the day. So how many games, How far? let's just say how far back will you go to Christian Academy? Do you go back to Christmas? Yeah. Do you go back <coughs> a month? How? The, what do you the, do? The
6: main thing that we'll look at is January 4th. Okay. And, and, and it's really important. I think their last ten games. Yeah. Um, but what we'll do from a statting per- perspective is we'll get we'll get all their games and we'll run them through huddle. Um, we can run through five a day, so we can stat and break them down, and uh, th- that'll be really important. But as far as really honing in and looking at what they're doing, their last ten games.
0: Is there is there assistant coaches that are assigned? To specific offense, defense, out of bounds plays, or is it just a general? no?
6: Each guy will take different games uh, over that span. And we'll break them down. Each guy breaks them down individually. But the great thing about huddle right now is you can bank all their off, all their out of bounds, under all their side out of bounds. It's incredible. And it, it, it's incredible. It's like <laughs> essentially, it's like. Each high school team now has a video coordinator on staff. Can
0: you imagine showing a coach that coached in the 1970s, and not after that? Oh my God! And then brought well, him back to life
6: and said, "Look at this coach." So Kevin Roy was, you know, the coach at WRV when I was in high school. Okay, and he coached Andrew Graves, and they won the sectional. Uh, I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. They won the sectional whenever I was a freshman, and they they played uh, Bloomington South in the in the regional one of the things Kevin talks about is like back then so you'd win on Saturday night you'd want to celebrate a little bit but like on Sunday you'd be like making phone calls because nobody had email at that time and you'd be like trying to track down guys phone numbers and you'd be like well hey can you make me a copy of that VHS tape and, like, you didn't want anybody to send it in the mail. And like, so, yeah, you you drove, drive. You, you drove. Drive, yeah. You drive to get it.
0: My high school coach, when I after I graduated, got out of the Air Force, I spent some time back home, and I would ride with him to yeah. go get the tapes for
6: the next week's opponent. And on Sunday, like, if you're going to the regional, you hope that that guy that lost on Saturday night answers the phone on right. Sunday. Right. Yeah. You know, and – It's It's just that that's different, yeah. Back then, you know, you're calling people's house phones and hoping they answered the phone. You might leave a message with somebody's wife, yeah. They get it, you know, just it's crazy how much huddle it's changed the game. How, How much do you worry about the
0: extra noise going into a week? Because obviously, this is a perfect example, there was no podcasts. In 1998, you know. Well, this is is
2: your first sectional with the new setup. Yeah. yeah. So this is your first sectional with the one-game regional, the two-game semi-state. So the noise, but on top of that, but does your coaching, do you assign an assistant coach to look at someone in the semi-state?
6: No, uh, but what we'll do is we'll get filmed.
4: We'll on get, everybody, yeah, that we'll go ahead and start, we'll, we'll start banking fail because yeah. if
6: you don't, you're behind the eight ball. Yeah. yeah, you know, and that's not being arrogant, that's just being prepared. Be prepared, it, yeah. it is what it is. Um, you know, and I'm sure Christian Academy will do the same exact thing. If they if they don't, then that's that's not a smart move, yeah. but I'm sure they will. Uh, <coughs> but uh, you know, talk about the outside noise. You know, we talk to our guys all the time about listen. That game's played between the lines,
0: and there's way yeah. more noise yes. now than there was there in is.
6: 1988. There is, yeah. And, and you know, and, <laughs> and, and I'm part and, of that noise, yeah. Uh, no, admittedly, no, no you yeah. are, and you do a great job of making that noise. Yeah. But the thing is, is like John Harrell. I love John Harrell, and you've had him on the podcast before, sure. And that's a great resource. But like, people can get caught up in like looking at that stuff. Sure. And like we tell our guys, we're like, listen, that stuff is is great for fans. But like, there's a reason you play the game. Like tonight, we were, we were we were four point dogs. Josh, Josh If
0: you added up, our, yeah, if you added up our chances to win the sectional between the girls and boys, it wouldn't reach thirty percent. What was that today?
2: <laughs> like I know. Orleans was at sixty percent at yeah. the beginning.
6: Yeah. It ended but up between being, you and Bar Eve. It ended up tonight, I think Orleans went at sixty percent favorites yeah. and we were forty yeah. percent. I, I think you were you were just under twenty. Yeah. The girls were seven. And and and, uh, yeah. And i going like say Bar- this Brian like, said Orleans
2: is tired of seeing Bar Eve on the jersey. You'll have some
6: coaches that'll say, Well, I don't look at that Bullshit. I look, at
0: that. I, I look at that stuff.
1: Sure you I do. Look, I look at it. Don't Josh, you look for anything that will yeah. give you an edge?
0: Yeah. Josh, I have said multiple times on multiple platforms that the most refreshing thing I've ever heard you say was when you play North Davis or Lagodi, like – let's not all pretend this is a normal game. It's not a normal game. It's an insult to everybody's intelligence if we say this is a normal game. Like, come on. It is. It is. The the, the,
2: the, 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 the Bari Blagoti game, regular season, sectional, whatever it is,
6: it's got some juice behind it. Sure. And it doesn't matter. It does. You know, and that's what makes, like, not just coaching at Bari, playing at Bari, but like being a part of the community and being a a part of, you know, Viking Nation and, and Lagodi fans. That's what makes that game special so, there's more juice to the game. So to add to what I asked earlier, but to narrow it down,
0: we've got podcasts and we've got radio shows and we've got this. Blah, 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 blah. Is this team, and I think I know the answer to this, is this team more blinders like a horse
6: race? A horse Absolutely. Going in than yeah. most teams. They're, like. they're, they're locked in. Yeah. I mean, they hear it. Yeah. I mean, again, if you if you act like you don't hear it, then you're being dishonest. Yeah, I, I, I don't know how yeah. many of, the, yeah.
0: of those kids are listening to yeah. the B3 podcast, but yeah. Yeah. more than you they, they,
6: think. They, they hear it, and they and they see it, and they feel it. But at the same time, it's like, hey, what we do between the lines is what matters. And they do a really good job yeah. of it. I'm not just, again, using Coach speak. This team does a great job of it,
0: Mike DeCoursey, before we wrap up here. Yep. You've seen a lot of Bar basketball. Yep. You've seen a lot of Bar success. Yep. This is the best coaching job you've
1: seen. <laughs> yep. Uh, now stop it. I know you're going to no, no, jump and, in. hang on. And, and take his mic. I'm no, just going to turn his mic No, in. and I, I can think of two years where I thought this is just me on the outside looking in. Well, one and a half. I think I think two years ago, the second half of the season when Hagen Epp was a senior, I thought that was really, really good. This entire year has just been next level. Um, there was a point, oh, what was the year? 2013-14 with Coach Hughes. I thought we played a year older than we really were. Um, you know, th- th- those are kind of the, the two-and-a-half or three best seasons in my 20-plus years up here are, where I thought we've, ju- we've just squeezed every bit of talent out of, out of what we have.
0: Add last year to this year, does that change your
1: opinion? Oh, I'm, I mean. I
2: think last year's was this year's group was good. But I think the way Coach handled last year's group was even better than the way he handled this year's group. This was a veteran group.
1: Yeah. That
2: worked their tail off all year long. And it was
1: a a year ago tonight that we got beat in the sectional. And uh, game one, Ligoti, 6 o'clock. It was over so quickly. I mean, I was probably in my – it just jeep head, of five i was time. in i was in my jeep headed to Washington by seven thirty went and watched Jalen sat with john
6: just real quick lights went out with three minutes ago. Mike had the best comment we should just went in the locker room <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: yeah should have went out uh but you know i i I went to the liquor store in Washington I bought a six pack of miller lights and 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 i i just i just wanted to make sure he he was all right because it, it, it was a stressful season, and we sat there that night, and we just chit chatted. We complained a, a little bit about this and that, and and then we started talking solutions. And not that I, I, I just I'm a good sounding board for to to a friend, and and he said that night he said, we have to shoot more, we have to shoot more, we have to do competitive shooting, we 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 have to become decent at this. And he knew I was coming back to coach in the junior high, and he said you guys have to shoot more than you've ever shot before. And he said, when you think you've done all the shooting drills you can do, do one more. He said, it's got to become a point of emphasis. And I think that's been the sing- single most identifiable fix that I've ever seen a coach correct at Bari in any sport.
4: It,
0: And I think more than anything – there's very few times when you see a high school program that has basically the same roster two years in a row. Just doesn't. Just
6: doesn't happen.
1: Yeah, and being old is an advantage. And sitting with my guy Cam Madison today, yeah. and I know Josh, you love coaching Cameron. Yeah. He just said, I, "That's what I like tonight." He said, "We're old. We just have seniors." And he said, "And he said, I know my year at Barrie, we didn't win the sectional." He said, "But." We were old. We knew we were going to be there right at the end, and and you know that 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 class had every opportunity to do it, and just it didn't happen. But I don't know. They they they, they those guys just figured it out.
7: Yep.
0: Last year, this year, an extension,
1: an incredible year, an incredible game, Mike DeCoursey. It, we it, I, we did a thing two years ago on Bari Media about the best game in Bari history, and we had highlights from this and that. And number one. This one this one moves to I, number one.
2: But I think Coach's best job was offseason in between last season yeah. and this season.
0: I, I, I almost do it And it, it's not Coach's
2: almost, job. It's hey, his and, and, job and, and everybody you know, and all quick, the players.
1: And, and, and quick side note, what makes this very sweet, and I, Kirsten, don't – don't leave. Take off just yet. Don't leave. What yeah. makes this so sweet is these basketball guys three weeks ago, they were the biggest fans and they were the leaders were. for the girls' sectional and the cheer block. These are the easiest guys to get behind ever, ever, because they do the right things. You
7: said you were leaders, but you know
0: and and basketball. That's right. And here we are. So, on behalf of, my gosh, who all was on the – Tyler Schulteis, Mike DiGorsi, Robert Sullivan, Josh Thompson, Coach Robert Sullivan, Darren, Darren Wilcher. Wilcher, Darren Wilcher. I wanted to get Nick on because he was an official down in Evansville North and he left before we'd get him on. But what a great night. Craig Knapp said he is on when you win regional. Challenge well, accepted. It was an amazing night, a historic night. A historic at night. At Ligotey. What else can we say, Mike DeCorsey? God bless you. We've said it
1: all. Yeah, here we go. Tommy Lizel's guilty.